How's it going, guys? Welcome to the In My Element podcast. Um, today's gonna be fun. I have a, a old friend of mine. Um, haven't haven't really spoken in a good minute, but have been seeing her process through the past two years via social media and friends. Um, so it's cool. I'm I'm excited uh, to have the one and only Andrea Cordova. <laughs> thank you. Was Gucci? Was Gucci? I'm so excited and honored to be here. Thank you so much for reaching out and being interested in what I'm doing. It's great. <laughs> we met high school, I think, right? Yeah, through mutual friends, and now we're 50 years old. It's crazy. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not 50. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, it's been a while. It's Dreyfus. A while. Dreyfus, yes. right? Yep. Went to Dreyfus for something. I mean, I went for theater, and that was pretty much where that ended. <laughs> but, <laughs> Wait, did you always do that? Did you did you do theater growing up, or was yeah, that like a... Yeah, I did theater... Uh, more towards like middle school and then high school and then after high school i honestly did a complete 180 and but did you grow up wanting to be an actor like yeah i did um maybe not my entire life but as i got into it it was definitely something that i could see myself uh doing as a career and then once i recognized like the audition process (laughs) and and the uncertainty I definitely uh, decided I wanted something more concrete, so I ended up going to college for hospitality, uh, hospitality management, and now I'm doing something even completely different. Shout out FIU, right? FIU, yep. That's interesting, because I remember meeting, and, and, and just for context for the people listening to, I went to G-Star, which was a film school, which for the funny part of it, um, I didn't know it was a film school. Really? That's how ignorant I was. I was <laughs> not, yet I didn't go to college neither, so we'll get into that like another podcast, but... G Star, I just saw the presentation in my middle school. All, the, all that school did when they went to a middle school is show a video of a bunch of kids having fun, and I saw a kid go. playing the guitar. And I was like, yo, that's an art school, it's a music school. I hadn't been playing the guitar <laughs> for like two years. So I was like, I'm going to go in there. Um, but Dreyfus, once I got to G Star, I knew there was another art school. I was so ignorant, man. God. Um, and I, I figured they had a, I, I found out they had a, a music program. So my goal was to then trans, transfer my freshman year to Dreyfus, which is where you were going. But the whole process was completely different. You had an audition, and you had to be at a specific level, and there was a ratio of students getting it. I don't know. Um, It was craziness. Which I was like, okay, that's not not it. But um, that was a goal. My Mexican parents were like, you know what? (laughs) I don't have, we don't have time to go switch uh, switch schools. But it ended up working out, because now I can film all these things. There you go. Um, That's interesting. So you did acting, you did theater. Yes. And then... I guess now you're finding out okay what I want to do with my life so you go into hospitality and tourism. Was there exactly. was there a, was there a a motivation for that? Like a motive for that? Or was that just like you know what here's a good career that I think is going to make me good money? I'll be honest with you, I started working in restaurants during high school uh mm-hmm. just to make, you know, side money, what have you. You were and one of you were one of the hustlers in high school then, Yeah, I didn't work. I, <laughs> yeah, I I worked and honestly luckily i guess i didn't really have to but i was just like i have all this spare time and i want to make some money so and since my high school was right next to the downtown area i was like okay i can just walk after school started working in restaurants and then i uh ended up uh doing community college for my first two years trying to decide what i wanted to do i had no idea i was just kind of floating through my first two years of college and then i was like well I know I like working at restaurants and you can make, you know, decent Decent money. money, You can make a career out of it. I'm going to go to college for it. And I wanted to live in Miami. I found a good program at FIU and that was that. I 
transferred to FIU, uh, still doing hospitality. And eventually I realized that when you work in hospitality, you have to work like seven days a week, Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, every single holiday you can think of. So, not my not my scene. So, <laughs> I don't but, like that. But the, the goal for you then at that moment when you got into hospitality and tourism was for you to essentially own your own space one day or was it to more uh, manage a restaurant or or like be part of a startup what was uh my main motivation uh was to travel and i had i was in this mindset where if i'm working for a company and they tell me which is very common in hospitality they tell me hey we're opening up a restaurant in dubai you have to go i was that was what my mindset was i was like i want to be able to travel i i love the just being spontaneous and that aspect of it uh so that was honestly my motivating force at the time i wasn't really tied tied down to west palm beach or miami so i was like i don't care i'm i'm out of here if they say the word i'm out (laughs) so that was really the reason that's for me that's that's cool because it all stemmed from a hustle you started in high school you're like well this is kind of all i've known yeah and it's and it sucks you in i'll tell you what hospitality has a I feel like has I've a ne- grip on people. I've never worked at a restaurant, but obviously I know these people that work um, are part of the subculture group here in, in right. West Palm. They work all, in different restaurants, but it seems like a fun environment, you sure. know. But it again, like you said, it's a grind. Like, like being a waitress or being a manager or even owning a restaurant seems like a grind that I'm like I don't know if I'm willing to count or, or pay the price for that. It's rough. I'm down to be a, <laughs> I'm down to be a part of like the culture and and and, and support businesses, right? But I'm like I, I never worked in a restaurant. But yeah, it does. People that I that work in restaurants, I don't know. I'm pretty sure you know they they stay there for a good minute. Yeah, and the, and the thing is, it's flexible for the most part. Maybe not in every way, but to a lot of people, it's flexible. You can make a good living out of it. Um, and at the end of the day, you're always going to have a job, especially if you live in a city or whether it's yeah. a smaller city or a ginormous city. If you live in New York, LA, then you have a job eyes closed maybe not during COVID times but for the for the most part uh you have a job and that's what I was looking for it was like the exact opposite of going into a career in the arts because at the end of the day you can audition every day for a year and you might never get anything and there's no stability in that in my eyes at the time and you and in high school I wanted stability (laughs) so in high school you already knew off the jump when you were at Dreyfus like when you were gonna graduate like I'm not doing theater like my junior around my junior year of um, because at Dreyfus they were really really uh, adamant and strict about and I guess strict isn't the right word but just they wanted to know if this was something you were going to pursue in the long run because they focused on those on those kids. students yeah, yeah yeah they were like well if this person is going to end up in some movie in some TV we're show invest. we're investing in this person and the rest of you can chill until graduation day <laughs> which was fine I mean it is what it is I put myself in that position I don't regret it I learned a lot and I had a great high school experience yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's just very opposite of what I experienced in in college and moving forward from that. <laughs> That's wild because I met you around that time and we had so many mutual friends. Yeah. Um. So Trifis, FIU, hospitality and tourism. You graduate, right? And I you, graduated. You do that. Thankfully, you're like, yes, I graduated. I did it. <laughs> you go right into the that 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 um that business like right away or no? Or yes and no. So I graduated and I was still. A hostess for a few months and I was like oh my god I'm a hostess now and I have a bachelor's degree but I'm like not really 
like what am I doing now? Like when is my my moments where I have a career? As many people who graduate college, they expect to overnight have a career and then they don't. So I started applying for internships because I started to get interested in the human resources part of the industry simply because it is a nine to five job. You get paid holidays. You don't work, you know, the crazy hours. And again, it's one of those things where you're always going to have a job. So at this point in my life, my mindset was very stability, stability, stability. I need a desk and a mouse pad and a chair. And this is going to be my life. And I just always want to have a job. And, you know, even if it takes me 40 years to work up, like, that's what I'm going to do. So I got an internship for a restaurant group uh, in Miami uh, in human resources. And that was my thing. Uh, up until recently, <laughs> wow. I was working in human resources, which is so different than now, than theater, than anything. <laughs> no, but that's pretty. That's pretty badass. Like you say, um, I mean, you even talk about your mindset at the time. Like you graduate and you're like, you know, well, even like high school, like, okay, what can I do that's going to bring me stability? You already think yeah. with the end in mind. I need uh, to set myself up for at least some stability and generate income exactly and, and have some freedom to probably do anything else that probably pops in on the side but not a lot of people think that way i mean <laughs> even especially me me as a creative i first of all i didn't go to college i didn't do i didn't do the the typical route i wanted to but it was just so difficult were you discouraged at the moment or no were you like were you like questioning like this like when you got that job the hr job like about your future where you're just like, I'm just stoked that I got a job right now. It was kind of a mix of the two because I, as I started learning more about human resources, I was lucky to have a boss that was willing to teach me anything. Any question I had, she really taught me a lot. And um, so it became something that I actually genuinely liked. I did feel like I had kind of put myself in a box because now I'm like, working this corporate like business casual like let me microwave my lunch every day in this little room same coffee same same thing so i kind of did feel a little bit trapped by it but going back to the whole idea of stability i have like immigrant parents you know what i mean i come from and i maybe you can relate ecuador yes my uh my mom is from guayaquil and my dad is from quito so they're full my whole family lives there came here hustled still hustling now so i think i've always had that mindset where like i need to show up and and do something to make them kind of the idea of hey you guys like made that sacrifice i'm gonna yeah like i gotta show up i gotta make sure that i can show for the sacrifices they made and in my way of doing so i guess i chose maybe a more quote-unquote boring route where the more corporate life uh again putting myself in this box at the time I didn't really see it that much that way because at the end of the day my goal in college and everything was get that job that's going to make you that income that you need so that was just always my my mentality which you're right maybe isn't like the fun (laughs) way that younger people think yeah yeah but for me and also again I did go to an arts high school and a lot of my friends went to high school with you and yeah, went to yeah, yeah. schools yeah, and yeah. they're all pursuing these these maybe they have a, a corporate job nine to five but they're pursuing these other cool interesting Ventures. yeah and i wasn't doing that and it was kind of interesting watching everyone else on social media make music and do photography and just do all these cool things and i was not doing that because <laughs> you're, you're you're internally a creative person as well like right. you're, you're you've always had that 
um, creative side of you, but now you find yourself, like you said, in comfort, instability, which is what you were looking for, but in a box. Like, exactly. Okay, this is getting routine now. Exactly. COVID happens. COVID 2020, happens. which <laughs> shook the world completely 100%. Uh, on so many levels. I mean, even to this day, we're, we're dealing with so many things, right? Um, you decide to open up the Twisted Thread. Right. So the way that happened uh, in a summarized version, I was working at this restaurant doing the HR thing on Miami Beach. So we were one of the first places to close down in Florida. Uh, out of my friend group, I was the first one to be let go. And, you know, when you're the first one, I was freaking out. I was like, what am I, how am I going to pay these yeah, bills? Exactly, exactly, <laughs> and none of my exactly. friends were kind of dealing with the same thing. Um, so I guess as the second or third or fourth friend that gets laid off, you're like, oh, well, Sally and Bob got let go. So it's going to be <laughs> fine. But I was the first. So I was freaking out uh, for two weeks. I was f- trying to find a job indeed, you know, and luckily I I found a job. It was remote. It was HR. It was a management position. It was honestly uh, the best job that I yeah, have, yeah. I've ever had. Yeah. Um, it was definitely a step up. So it all, I felt like everything was right in the world. And then during those like two weeks between the two jobs, I started like all of us going on TikTok and YouTube. TikTok and just, blew up. TikTok, yeah. And I just saw people doing macrame, which is uh, for anyone who doesn't know, it's um, using cotton cord to make knots and they make these huge plant hangers and these elaborate wall hangings and some people even make vests it's it's pretty you can make a lot of different stuff so i started trying it out i've always uh been good at like being able to watch a video and just kind of learn how to do things and just pick it up uh so i got bored i started doing that trying to make my own version had you always had you always done that like had you always knitted like i funny enough i taught myself how to knit a year prior um for no, I just out of nowhere, just I was like, the, let me teach myself go, how to yeah. knit. And I did. I had all this yarn. And when I was, and I still had this yarn sitting at my house. And when I started watching these macrame tutorials, I had yarn. And I was like, why don't I use yarn instead? And why don't I just do something a little different, something a little wow. bit more modern? Because I'm, I'm very neutral, very clean lines, Mo- just very uh, min- minimal. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I don't really love this stuff. So I'm going to try to make it my own. And that's kind of how everything started. <laughs> it just started from boredom during COVID. And eventually I started sending my friends photos of what I was making. Uh, and some of my friends were like, well, why don't you put it on Etsy? And I was like, are you joking? At this because, time it's just a hobby, right? Yeah. Like- and the thing is, I'm uh, when it comes to social media, I'm not one to to post that much i'm like really you're not like showing yourself absolutely hey, not i am like <laughs> very embarrassed type. almost i just i have a hard time with with that portion of yeah, it yeah, I'm, yeah. i've never been one to vlog and sure i consume all that stuff yeah. and no shame to to vloggers and and people who who are in that industry podcasters like yeah. you now <laughs> i love that stuff just not me yeah. so when my friend suggested i put things on etsy i thought it was a joke i was like i can't do that that's like i'm mortified like what if i put something on etsy and it no one ever buys it like what an embarrassment for me and it was honestly not a good mindset but i was like who cares let's let's try it so i did it and slowly it was at first my friends purchasing from me you know showing me support which i forever appreciate family and stuff like that and then i got my first order 
from someone who I didn't know. I, I remember they were living in Texas and I was like, what? Like a stranger purchased an item that I made. First, first, uh, first time you uploaded on Etsy, that happened. Well, at first, uh, it was friends and family okay, purchasing okay, okay. items from okay, Etsy okay. because, uh, for people who aren't that familiar, Etsy is a marketplace. Yeah. So vendors and they specialize in handmade goods, vintage items, uh, things like that. Uh, graphic design, photography, okay. art. So Everything. anything uh, more artisanal and and art related. Uh, so at first, like I said, it was people I knew which I, you know, still appreciate and love, of course. But I think it was the first time a stranger purchased for me that it was really something that I was like, oh my God, like this could actually maybe work. Like someone that I don't know that has, exactly, no loyalty to me is not trying to show me support. They just genuinely saw it, liked it and purchased it. And that for me, I was like, oh my God, like this, this this, is, this this is it. (laughs) Yeah. So you put it up, you have someone from Texas buy it. So you're stoked at the moment. Yes. And you're, is there still doubt and should I keep doing this or am I just going to keep doing this for fun? Uh, or is there, is it, did that spark more like intensity in, in what you were trying to do? It was such a mixture of emotions. <laughs> I can't even lie to you. Like everything you just touched on is like what I was excited, feeling. You're like, okay. I was um, like, oh my God, yes. And then I was like, what if I send it to her and she hates it? Should I try to take this more seriously? Should I just give up and shut it down before anything happens? And at the same time, I was working my new job, which was extremely stressful. It's like the highest stakes. A lot of responsibility. Yeah, I was working for an HR firm, being an account manager for like seven small businesses. I was solely their HR. So I was working crazy hours and I was stressed out but luckily i had this as a hobby that now i'm like oh i can do this for fun and also make a little bit of a revenue yeah. obviously not much but cool like yeah. I, so i i did obviously continue making new designs just putting things up there making an instagram uh which again i was so like Hesitant. mortified <laughs> i was like oh my god am i really making an instagram and putting what like and and having to post now every day and using hashtags you're not you're not putting this idea that you've cultivated um in your in your home in your i mean in your as a hobby that you enjoy but now you're putting this idea out to the world you know? yeah and it's so scary it, it was so scary for me but i had to do it was that uh, friends like friends motivating you that kind of like made you do that or was it just you like okay now if i want to sell more if i want to do more i'm gonna have to do this it was i mean my friends have always been so supportive uh luckily Which I, is good. I have yeah absolutely um even my friends that maybe don't necessarily uh would not normally buy items in the style that i sell yeah. still buy things and i'm like that is just so heartwarming thank you, yeah, thank you, thank for, you for the support um but yeah i was again it was a mix of the of the two where my friends were being very supportive and pushing me forward and i at the same time i couldn't believe that i was finding success even in, in such a small, teeny tiny way, but I couldn't believe it was actually working. I fully expected to upload something to Etsy and it sit there forever <laughs> and never get any attention whatsoever. So that was definitely a driving force uh, once the little traction started happening. That is insane. Because I go back, so talking about you, right? And, and, and your, your process during COVID, I'm part of the creative team at my local church. And obviously, we're getting inspiration for everyone. I'm in, I'm in a meeting at the moment, right? And I'm just like talking logistics about certain things we got to get done. And I'm on Instagram and I see your post. It says, just hit 100 like 
customers, I think. Yeah, 100 sales. Yeah, 100 yep. sales. I remember seeing that and, and reading that, and I'm like, how cool is this? It was during COVID, and um, and I'm reading your caption and stuff like that, and I'm like, something that that she just started as a hobby has now generated X amount of income for her, and she has a hundred sales. Which in, in in your post, I remember you kind of saying that you couldn't believe it. Like it was, yeah, it was, it was. I mean, you wouldn't, you didn't. That wasn't your thing. Like you just said right now, you you had planned to upload something and let it sit on Etsy for a good minute. But now I'm reading something that says you've made a hundred transactions. So I'm yeah. like, how cool <laughs> is that? Ugh. And then in that moment, I remember telling a few other people, like, you know, why don't you start this? Why don't you start that? And sparking ideas. But I remember seeing that and just feeling like. Man, that's amazing because thank you. <laughs> I don't know how many how many people probably probably have desires to do to do things and I think covid happening as as bad as it was it kind of gave us the time to kind of go inward and kind of see okay, well, I don't got nothing else to do. Exactly. So let, me, let me figure something out and t- like you said TikTok was around the moment so you're seeing mm-hmm. all these things but you, you know, specifically you decided, you know what? I'm going to start doing this for fun. And now I hit a hundred cells and essentially you're doing that full time now though. Yeah. And funny enough that you mentioned a hundred sales. So like I said before, I was working this crazy job and doing this as a hobby. And at one point the sales came in a little bit more than I expected. And I was working eight to six and then having to craft (laughs) afterwards, which I enjoyed, but still I have to sleep at some Mm -hmm, point. mm -hmm. And the day that I decided to quit, I remember sitting in front of my boss and being like, hey girl, I reached 37 sales on Etsy, so I'm quitting my job. And I, in my mind, I was like, 37 sales, this is it. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a business owner, 37 sales. At and 37, 37, had, I quit. So it wasn't even 100 when you- No. <laughs> what 37, a and volley. it's just funny because looking back, I just laugh at myself because I'm like 37 like you really put it all out there for 37 sales like you quit your salaried full-time job and the reason I did that I obviously knew that 37 wasn't gonna pay all my bills but I had to make the decision whether I was going to focus 100% on my HR career or if I was gonna give this new venture 100% because I was finding that I wasn't giving a hundred to both. The tension was tough. Oh like yeah, the, from your full time job with all these responsibilities, and then obviously you trying to create great work. Exactly, what you're doing and is- customer service, and the social media, and this, this, and that. And I made the decision at thirty seven. So when I hit a hundred, I was like, oh my god, this is incredible. It was it was such a huge highlight of mine. And I'm. It's funny that you even bring it up. Um, and that you saw that post, but yeah, I remember seeing that it was it was vivid. I was like, "You guys want something inspirational? Here, here it is." And I and oh, I read that to them. Thank you, so, that's uh, so nice. And now having you on, it's like um, more just to celebrate you and to kind of like you know see where you're at now. It's 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 inspiring. Thank you. Because many probably would think that that see you now, oh man, she's killing it. She's doing all these great things, which you are. But to know that at 37, you're like. <laughs> Yeah. At 37, you're like. That's my favorite part of this all. 37. You're like, at 37, you know what? Here's here's, my resignation letter. Thank you so much. Here's my computer. Here's my email, Sally. Um, And I remember my my (laughs) boss at the time had no idea because, again, I was so embarrassed to tell people what I was doing for some reason. You were flexing your brand. You were flexing. No, especially to my boss. I didn't want her to know. So when I resigned, she was 
surprised and shocked and didn't understand why and i she i told her and she was like well let me like can i check yeah. out your etsy and i told her and i remember her like flipping her computer and i just remember i, can, I have it ingrained in my memory 37 <laughs> and i was like you see i gotta quit because 37 so it's just funny looking back now and and you touched on earlier um it never escapes me and i never forget that so many people want to start a small business want to focus fully create on their creative endeavors and it's something that i think about truthfully every single day and it's something that i'm so grateful for and i don't take for granted because again growing up in in my young adulthood i my my goal was a desk and an email address <laughs> and a business card yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. it wasn't to 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 make my creative uh, ideas a full time job. Ever. Yeah, you didn't have the vision you had now. Back Not at then. all. Like you didn't have these. No. Yeah, yeah. It was. I didn't think it was possible. I didn't think it was for me. And if if this whole thing has taught me anything, it's that literally anything is possible. Uh, it is a lot of hard work sometimes, but it's so worth it. And even if it doesn't go exactly how you plan, and if it doesn't work out the first time or the second, just keep doing it. You have no idea, especially now with social media and the internet, it, there's just so much out just there. Just one viral video like we were talking earlier. Uh, one viral TikTok is all it takes. <laughs> Which again, I remind you, Alex is a savage at TikTok. Yeah? I'm, I'm still, I'm <laughs> I'll follow still, you. <laughs> I'm still trying to, I'm, yeah, I feel like, because remember, when we were in high school, Instagram came out, was yeah. it 2010, 2011? And I tell people, man, that was such a like interesting time because we're posting pictures of the sky and oh my gosh. these weird filters and, but it was easy to adapt to. Then now you can build businesses off Instagram. Yeah, but and then, then Vine. Yeah, Vine was fun. <laughs> Vine was like I loved the, Vine. the spontaneous like uh, six second stories, and TikTok comes around and it's all these uh, what is it like musically like yeah, the hits. dances. People are like, this is lame. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not with that. And I heard a lot of marketing gurus at the time, like, this is the next big thing. I'm like, ah, I doubt it. COVID hits and oh, it yeah. becomes the next big thing. So sadly, I mean, sadly and a good thing, everyone's got a chance for 100%, which sure. is a good thing. But you don't have to, uh, like you said, one vibrator that makes no sense yep. can literally make And it's you often the million. ones that, yeah, it's one. It's often the, the video that you work maybe not as hard on that just randomly gets out there so which i see you doing reels now too right i do i am on tiktok it takes everything out of me again i'm still even i've been doing this for a little over a year i still catch myself (laughs) being so embarrassed and like i just i'm not that person i my my personal tiktok i would never dare post a video ever in my life but my business tiktok i do try um so we're working on it. <laughs> we're working on the TikToks. But yeah, I, I think it's a matter of utilizing every you have. source you have, every every tool that you have. Now Facts. social media 100%. is so important. 100%. What has been, I think, one of the biggest hurdles you've kind of had to overcome in this whole year of like starting your business? I think... Uh, has it been the practical of like uh, customer servers or has it been the the curating of ideas and and or a mixture of both i don't know those are definitely two of the hardest um you always want to make sure you're on top of your game uh because what a lot of people myself included before i started this i never really realized how much goes into 
having a small business and being the sole person yeah, running yeah, everything. Running everything, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, luckily, I do have help. I had to, uh, which I'm blessed to even ha- say that, that I needed help. That is dope. But in the beginning, I was everything. I was customer service. I was the social media person. I was the person packaging, doing everything, everything, everything. And it, I think the, the biggest hurdle, like you, you asked, it was balancing my my business which was my child and my my everything and my personal life as well and and being able to balance the two and make sure that I don't burn myself out because I feel like that's so easy and that doesn't really it it really affects the business which you're working so hard on negatively so in the end you end up really not being successful (laughs) being burnt out so that's definitely something that I still struggle with now I've had to create new uh practices that that will prevent me from overworking myself like i said you said boundaries. getting help setting boundaries even if it means turning off my notifications on weekends like whatever you have to do to create a balance i think work-life balance is super important it's the reason that i started doing hr to begin with instead of hospitality and it's something that now i have to work on Actually because be work extra, yeah, yeah you you have to set boundaries for yourself that's so tough, even 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 when it comes to, I mean, people that run their business or anything that you're doing. How do you, there's there's benefits, right? Because you have the freedom to do anything whenever you want, but you also have to hold yourself accountable and be like, hey, you know what? Maybe I am going to turn on my notifications for the, ex, the next three hours and actually right. focus on work. Or, hey, at five or six, I'm done. I'm not touching anything. I'm going to go have a beer. I'm going to go get a you know glass of wine and just hang out exactly and spend time with my loved ones or visit family because i think sometimes you can get caught up in the well i have 10 orders to fulfill or exactly. 20 orders or whatever that is and you're it's not, and it's also i think it's like our society now has this hustle mentality where if you're not working or have or working on your side hustle what are you doing you're wasting time time is ticking <laughs> yeah. you could have accomplished something yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's really hard especially when you're working on something you actually care about yeah. it's hard to not feel that way it's hard to not just sit and watch a movie and think well i could have gotten x y and z accomplished and i just wasted an hour and a half watching this movie the office, um, the office you know so it's definitely um i think again social media is a tool but social media also makes you feel like if you're not hustling and working and and doing things that you're doing something wrong so it's something to always take into consideration there again balance is key work hard play hard (laughs) no but you hit on a good point though we we celebrate the grind we celebrate the oh i gotta go get it and exactly what are you doing and don't get me wrong i i i love the motivational stuff i love the encouragement i love when people are doing amazing things but you also have to be human you also have to find time to um to just hang out you know and and i think for me you hitting on that it's 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 very pivotal that you as a business owner creative or anything that you're doing to have those boundaries where you can um not burn out essentially right essentially not burn out so um that's 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 incredible though because um, seeing everything that you do, you can get lost in the sauce. Absolutely. And then not, and then not really. You and learning know. to say no, too. Uh, Woo, yeah. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Um, and especially, luckily, in South Florida, we live in an area that is becoming more attracted to the idea of small businesses, supporting local, the farmers markets, the green markets, yeah, 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 yeah. the everything markets. Yeah. And 
luckily for small business owners in that field, we have a lot of opportunities. So it's really easy to get caught up and then you notice that you've worked two months straight without a day off. <laughs> so it's, it, again, it all plays into it for sure. Wow. So you mentioned you now have help, right? So you yes. go from hobby, <laughs> quitting your job at 37. <laughs> 37. <laughs> 37 and then you're now doing it full time and selling all over the world, right? Or all over the states. Yeah, uh, some other countries, m- mostly the states, yeah, but, but yeah, I other countries as well. That's crazy. Yeah. You bring someone on now, right? I do. You're working at a marketplace. Now you have like a, a, a actual shop now that you yes. can set up, like a pop-up shop? Exactly. So for a while, especially in the beginning, I would say, uh, in the, I guess I've been doing this for a little over a year, so I'd say at the halfway point, I started uh, dabbling with the green markets and all that, and um, it's a lot of hard work. Finding opportunities to Ooh, see how you yeah, can get it's, it. Yeah, it's hard work. It's so much fun. You get to meet people and meet other artists and vendors. It's a lot of fun, but again, it becomes a lot. So I was so lucky that one of the, um, the coordinators that uh, hosts these events in the Fort Lauderdale area she has uh, an arrangement with a local wine shop. So they host uh, seven local vendors for a four-month residency at a time. And they basically have uh, a little shelf area. So each vendor has a little shelf. And since most of my stuff is hung, I have hangings all over the wall. So it's like really cool. And I, yeah, uh, anyone that goes in to buy some wine, to enjoy a glass of wine, can purchase my items in person. So it's just there all the time. Uh, obviously it rotates whenever I go and, and decide to make changes and as things sell. Uh, and we do events to uh, meet the maker events so people can come in, talk to the vendors. We bring out exclusive items and stuff like that. So it's super, it's super fun. Did you, did you, was that always something you had planned for? Like, Hey, once you started obviously doing that full time, like, Hey, I want to look for opportunities or was that something that just came to you and you're like, you know, I'm going to take it. It, Yeah. I mean, I definitely could have seen it in a far off fantasy oh, future. Like, oh, like you, you have <laughs> right. seen that long time, yeah. like way beyond. Even, yeah, the idea of, of a storefront or or even having the opportunity to sell in someone else's store, restaurant, bar, yeah. location in general, that was definitely some, like a dream. How cool is that, that I'm selling things in person now, not just online and not just at markets. This opportunity did present itself to me. Uh, so it's one of those things where it just kind of found me which was amazing. So I definitely took advantage of the opportunity. Um, And it's just, it's so cool. It's so fun. And again, it's one of those things where every single day I have a hard time believing (laughs) that this is my life now because it's just something so far off the radar of my brain. I never- you were wired and had plans. Yeah, so different. So again, it's a matter of, of just, taking it every day and accepting opportunities also having to say no sometimes because boundaries but um taking advantage and just trying things out and i was so nervous about doing that because it's like my stuff is there i'm not there it just feels weird because i'm so i'm such an e-commerce online seller that for people to physically see my things and touch them and see them with their eyes it's it's just a really daunting idea but it's so cool now and I love doing it. So you're you're selling on, making money while you sleep, which is everyone's dream, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, mom, here, look, I got a check. I didn't, I didn't have to do much. Uh, and you also now are 
doing pops up pop ups and, and and having these collaborations with these stores. Any anything on the horizon? Anything you look forward to? At least you got planned for this next year. You want to bring a bigger team? Are you trying to? Are you looking? Or are you just taking it day by day? I'm taking it day by day. Uh, of course, I always. Uh, I think right now my my main goal is selling in person making more connections. Uh, I tend to send a lot in the Fort Lauderdale area. They have a really high volume of, of arts and crafts and artisan goods they and artisanal goods. And yeah, it's, it's really awesome. So I really want to focus on the social aspect of it, uh, the networking aspect of it, create more designs and just keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, I never imagined that this would be a long-term thing. And I see that it can be. Uh, and again, every day brings new <laughs> new opportunities, new endeavors, new issues even. Yeah. But it, it's so cool to be able to be on this journey. And who knows what is going to happen. I, I can't believe it's been over a year. <laughs> so who knows? Year two, year three. I'm just excited to see what happens. I mean, you, you said it best. You're, you're enjoying being in your element as... As I always tell, which is why I wanted to have you on, because anytime I see you post or even design, I'm like, man, like there's 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 a why of why you know there's a reason why she she, she enjoys it. This is not just hey, I'm 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 making extra money on a side hustle. Like I see you really enjoy the process of what you do, which is fun because at the end of the day, if there's anything um, in this life, is you wanna you wanna enjoy what you do. And going back to the conversation whether you're making 40 grand a year um or making a million right Right. and and having to work i'm like it's fine like every job is honorable but you have to uh be happy you have to enjoy it at the end of the day and and obviously we come from immigrant parents who had to make ends meet so for sure so for them to live here i tell people all the time my parents are living the dream they're stoked obviously they worked hard their entire life but compared to their situation back home, I'm like, man, like this is it. <laughs> yeah, but I've been exposed to more here in America, and, I, and and I'm grateful. But I'm also aware of the possibilities there is. But it takes people like you, uh, and and all these other people that start things to inspire others to kind of like you know have the wake up moment. Hey, you right. know what? Like maybe it is possible for me. Like here's here's Andrea who started knitting a year before COVID. <laughs> yeah. And go through this whole thing where now you're you're doing way more than that, you know? Right. Uh, so who's to say again, two years, three years where where um where where your business goes and where where you're at. So I'm just in it for the journey, man. I'm 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 excited that uh, we're able to do this, uh, get to know your story a little bit more, get to know your process. Um, any advice you would give to anyone out there that's probably on the verge of quitting you know maybe they've started something maybe they've they've quit on the 36 on the 37 instead of you know going on like you or, <laughs> or maybe um they're in your same shoes and uh or maybe they're on the verge of starting something what would be your your encouragement to them i think my biggest piece of advice is push through the fear and i know that's something that you hear a lot even like on cliche, like motivational yeah, like, like, posters, like, like, cliche, like yeah. push through the fear, yeah, yeah, all courage, sure, but it it's true, uh, and like I've said multiple times, I'm not this outspoken person who enjoys putting my stuff out there. I'm the opposite. That's not your personality. It's yeah, yeah it's not me. Um, but pushing through that, there's so much potential to be unlocked 
that you have no idea if the right person or the right event presents itself where the things that you want to do just explode. You really don't know. And the thing is, again, I feel like I'm saying so much cliche stuff, but... Which is not... You don't know until you try. You really don't know until you try. And I think back sometimes, if I would have never started the Etsy account... And by the way, I I started my Etsy account and it was like two weeks before I posted anything because I was, again, so afraid. So doubtful. So So doubtful. So embarrassed for no reason, but... Um, I think back and I wonder where I would be if I never tried. I would probably still be working in HR, not necessarily miserable, but definitely not feeling as accomplished and as happy as I am now. Um, like I said, it's a lot of hard work, but it's so worth just trying and, and just embarking on a journey and so many people you meet and so much stuff you get to do. It's, it's worth it. So that's my biggest advice. I think is just try. Even if it's something that you think won't work, just try and and just make yourself feel confident. Fake it till you make it. Make, <laughs> Another cliche make, say, make. <laughs> but just fake it because eventually you do feel that way. You do recognize. Wow. Make yourself feel confident. Like, yeah. And you even sing your personality type. Like, I'm not the person that's vlogging or giving you five ways on how to feel better. Like, that's not no. you. Um but you embrace the fact that, well, I have a business and I'm going to make myself feel confident by starting an Instagram, by uh, showing what I'm doing, showing the world what I'm doing. And and again, it's just push out. yourself, uh, I guess, sticking inside of your comfort zone, which is something that I did for so long. Uh, I, I don't want to say it didn't get me anywhere because I did, you know, have a job and I, I was embarking on this career in, in something different. But if you stay inside of yourself and you just do what makes you comfortable every single day you're just gonna stay there forever uh just lunge at whatever opportunity at whatever endeavor you want to take on and if you fail you fail and you try again (laughs) try again again. (laughs) one one thing i see in in you and and just hearing your story and it's consistency in anything you know it's consistency in your in your high school probably restaurant job is you're consistent in, in okay well I'm, I'm gonna do this in hospitality and tourism I'm, I'm gonna be consistent in that and okay I'm gonna be consistent in my HR job and your business now all those things have compounded now to where you're at and because you've been consistent and through the good and bad right you're at where you're at now so that's dope that's dope take it in guys um, <laughs> I'm just excited again to have you on and thank you so much for being willing of course um, thank you where can people find you so I'm on Instagram my business page is the twisted thread co and that's also my TikTok, which I'm working on <laughs> let's and, go yeah and on Etsy uh, it's uh, the twisted thread co so check me out guys <laughs> love that love that again thank you uh, if you haven't yet guys subscribe follow the twisted thread.co follow andrea um a lot more exciting things to come and thank you for listening this has been the in my element podcast if you haven't subscribed we're in every platform youtube um and i'll see you guys next time take care bye